This is Deep Blue, where we get the true life stories of BYU athletes, coaches, and fans. Here's your host, Jerem Jordan. On today's show, we talk with some of the best runners in BYU history. They are together, friends for life, growing up, teammates, later as well. Anna Camp Bennett and Whitney Orton Morgan. What's up, ladies? <laughs> Hi. She's like, Not you go much. first, you go first. Okay, did you guys grow up together? Or you're from small towns in Utah so, and commiserated on that later. Yeah, yeah. So we're both from, I wouldn't say we grew up together because I didn't know Whitney until high school. And then we were both in the small division. She was in 1A, I was in 2A. And so as we like played sports and stuff, I, I saw who had good stats and who had good times. And so I paid attention. I definitely knew who Whitney was. <laughs> and then I don't think we actually met until our senior, junior year. Our summer of our junior year, I think. Yeah. Where did you meet? Basketball camp mm-hmm. in Dixie. Where? At Dixie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dixie. We, and yeah. you knew who each other were? All right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I would always watch out for her times too because I was kind of competitive with the 2A. <laughs> so I would want to beat her. You know, it's kind of fun. <laughs> 1A versus 2A. Uh-huh. Who was 1A again? I'm Whit- Whitney. Okay, Whitney was yeah. 1A. Mm-hmm. Did you feel like, oh, here it comes. Two-A and a camp Because <laughs> one-A and two-A, these are smaller schools. Yeah, right, mm-hmm. they're really small. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I had some respect. I was like, she's fast. I got to show up if I want to beat her. You know, it was kind of fun. But did we never ever, actually mm-hmm. raced that much. I was going to so. say, yeah, did we, you actually compete against each other in high school ever? I think the funny thing is we. I think we ended up racing twice. And we raced a two-mile and we raced a mile. And I, I don't know why. I just think this is so funny because Whitney beat me in the mile, which I'm a shorter distance person in college and I beat Whitney in the two mile which she's a longer distance person in college and so it's just super weird it's funny we only race like twice (laughs) I think it's true it's just weird but we did play basketball against each other yeah let's talk about that so at a small school you're typically not just doing the one sport right you're gonna play a bunch of sports as much as you can so let's start with you Whitney what did you play in high school Uh, obviously basketball yeah and running running uh volleyball yeah those three were Mm -hmm. you pretty good at the other two um, I don't know, 1A. It's really and, hard. And it's I'll say I'll say this. She was the 1A MVP for basketball. So like, you were awesome. Three times in a row or something. No, like. really? I wasn't. Two times in a row. I was, I'll just tell you what I was, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Can't be mixing this up, okay? <laughs> I was all state all years, and then I was the 1A defensive MVP one year, and then I was the 1A MVP the next year. Mm. So you were pretty good. I loved, loved, loved basketball. I still love basketball. What position did you play? Uh, point guard. Point guard. You want the ball in your hands. Mm-hmm. There's sort of a, this, uh, you know, alpha quality to a point <laughs> guard, right? That comes out in running in some way. Okay, um, <laughs> what did what sports did you play in? So I did cross country, soccer, basketball, and track. So yeah, we just had different fall season sports, but. But you went yeah. to a basketball camp. Yes. Yeah, I played. I played basketball. Sorry, just didn't d- play volleyball. Yes, just mm-hmm. didn't play the volleyball. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you see each other at Dixie. You're going into your junior year or senior year? How old are you at this point? We're going into our senior year. Okay. Yeah. And you've you've known about each other, particularly in <laughs> running, like track or cross country? I would say more so in track and cross country, but I definitely knew who she was on the court, too, because we had played against each other before then. In and a basketball game? In a basketball game at a different summer camp. We went to all the same summer camps. Yeah, we did. But yeah, but yeah, so we, it's, I think it's kind of a funny it story. A we funny were, story. we were both playing in like, what was it? An all-star game, I think. Yeah. So we were actually on the same team in this. And both and of our coaches were coaching the, our side, like our team. Mm-hmm. So it was so, just kind of funny. But yeah. anyway. And 
And at this point, I had been thinking about, you know, running in college. Where do I want to go? And so that was like heavily on my mind. And so I see Whitney and I'm like, oh, she must be thinking the same things. And so as we're sitting on the bench, as they like rotated two teams in and out, um, I looked at Whitney and said, hey, do you know where you're going to go to college to run? Are you going to run in college? (laughs) And Whitney looks at me and is like, um you know, I don't really know. I'm just trying to play basketball right now. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, task. I'm really like enjoying this right now. <laughs> this I came here to play game. basketball. Yeah. Okay. It was kind but of yeah. funny. Yeah, funny. She I thought was... I was mean. She thought I was like really mean. But I wasn't. I was just like, I just want to play like this game. I don't want to talk about running. I'm like, focused, basketball's so fun. You're I just like want to. bored on the bench. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was pretty funny. I'm like, what could be more fun than talking about running? <laughs> Come on. We're sitting on the bench. We're not playing. To a <laughs> runner, talking about running is fun, yeah. right? Yeah, it's <laughs> To the average person, it's running not isn't even fun. It's true. Talking so true. about running, right? It's true. Okay, so you go to this camp. You know, kind of know each other, Okay. Uh, your senior years, do you compete against each other in anything? Are you aware? Are you forming any kind of friendship at this point? Or does that happen at BYU? Um, so the friendship part where we, like, actually talk to each other instead of just, like, watch each other. Instead of dismiss her question? Yeah. <laughs> so just dismissing her and ignoring her all the time. I thought, like, we'll actually talk at BYU. And we came on our visit. We, like, roomed together. Oh, same and weekend. and Yeah, like, we were room wow. roommates. Okay. <laughs> And we just talked in our lives. It was so weird. Like, I went home. I was like, Mom, we're, like, the same but so different. Like, we have all the same experiences, like, with boys, with, like, our favorite. We both love chocolate cake more than anything. Like, it's kind of weird. Awesome. (laughs) But, Mm -hmm. yeah. So that was kind of fun. Yeah. That's where we finally, like, got to know each other a little Mm. bit. But Listen, with a roommate, yeah, you're getting to know each other. Even That's for a true. weekend, right? Yeah. A little visit. Mm-hmm. Were you convinced that weekend that BYU was the place, or were there other places that almost got you? So this is kind of funny because I think both of us, BYU was our last visit, that right, that mm-hmm. both of us took. And going into the visit, I think both of us were not planning to come to BYU. I don't even know now where I was planning to go. But I think we even talked about that, like, oh, yeah, we're coming, but I don't know if we're actually going to go here. And then by the end of the visit, we were both like, Okay, I was kind like, of crap. I wasn't talking smack, <laughs> but like this was great. Like I really loved this shoot. I might mm-hmm. come to BYU. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then finished in second. I was gonna go to UVU. <laughs> That's where I was gonna go. Yeah, I. I mean, I think for me it was between Utah or Utah State. Like I don't know. I somewhere in state. Yeah, somewhere in state. I like I think I was great in high school, but not compared to a lot of people that get a lot of offers to go like other places and. So I was going to just stay local just because those were the schools that were talking to me mm-hmm. and stuff. But, yeah, nothing nothing too crazy with recruiting. Tell me about being an athlete in a small town because, like we talked about, you have to play a bunch of sports. But there's this misnomer of, well, the competition, whatever. You guys have overcome that uh, misconception quite a bit. So, Anna, let's talk about Fillmore and winning Penguich. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. what what are those towns like? And how did they sort of shape you and make you who you are today as it pertains to sort of what we're talking about, which is it doesn't matter where you are. You can do mm-hmm. something great no matter what. Just because you're from a big city doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love that. This is something I actually really love talking about <laughs> a lot because there is – I think that there's a lot of really underdeveloped and underlooked at talent in small towns because, like, the high level of talent is still the same. I think the, the difference comes in the depth, right? You don't mm. have, because it's just not as densely populated. Sure. And so I think that um, 
I don't know. I feel like I've seen so many small town athletes become super wildly successful because they have um, learned all those, I don't know, all those things that you would need to learn to be a good athlete and have experienced it. And they're just as talented as somebody who has maybe more exposure. But um, yeah, for me, growing up in Fillmore, I, I couldn't have asked for a better childhood, to be honest. It was super fun. I was able to do any sport I wanted to because I think I think it would have been hard, really hard for me to specialize earlier because I really I love soccer and I love basketball. And even coming into college, it was hard to let them go. But it was it was good timing for me to let them go. Whereas if I had to do it before, it would have been hard to choose running because like we talked about, running isn't always the funnest or you kind of have to learn how to have fun running. But um, yeah, I think it's it's really cool too because in a small town you are a tight-knit community and everybody is so incredibly supportive and everybody you know they know your business and they know your stuff and that's for better or for worse but I think I felt a lot more of the for better um, circumstances in my own life. Yeah I honestly feel like you just kind of hit that right on the head because we did grow up very similarly like I said like when we talked it was all very very similar and for me I had always, like, my dream as a girl was to play college basketball. Like, that is where I put most of my time. But I would just, I also just loved, if I'm being honest, like, I loved the competitiveness of running and I loved to win races. Like, I loved that. And it just came to a point, like, I couldn't have chosen earlier either because if I were to have chosen, I would have chose basketball. So I wouldn't have even been running. Which is a weird thought. Yeah, which is crazy <laughs> you because you guys not running. Yeah, it's a weird thought, right? <laughs> yeah, it is crazy. And now I like can just really see how like there there's a reason, you know, for everything. There's a reason that came to BYU, met Anna, like all these things, and there's a reason I'm from Penguich. And I don't know. Your question was more about Penguich. Small towns and your town. Yeah. 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 Same thing though. Like I learned so much from all my different coaches that they coach different sports which I think really does apply to me as an athlete now that I still hold on to from learning in those different sports too, that I like would never change it, you know, like I'm still very close to my coaches from home and they still text me and like congratulate me. And it's kind of fun because it's like such a more simple life and had no expectations when you're there. Like, I'm like, I just want to break five minutes in the mile. That was my goal coming to college. You crushed that. <laughs> so <laughs> it's just like kind of cool. And they were there with me when I had those goals. And it's just cool to go back and like talk to them about it. And they see where I came from and they see the whole thing. And it's, I think it's really big for small towns to see that. Yes, because those little kids that yeah. say, oh, you can mm-hmm. break school records, win national mm-hmm. championships in any sport, right? Yeah. I just think that's very, very important because for me, when I was there, I think Anna, she's always been like aspiring. She want, I don't know. But like, I didn't, I don't think I believed in myself as much as Anna did when she was younger, which is so awesome. And believing in yourself is so important. Did but, you learn that from her a little bit in this process? Yeah, I think, I think so. Her coach Taylor, like this whole environment is very good for believing in yourself. But, oh, I know. Having gone to the girl dad camp yeah. with my daughter. Oh, yeah. It's I huge. said to my daughter yesterday because that girl dad, dad camp, I believe in you. Yeah. To my daughter, right? Mm-hmm. It was so positive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's not that my coaches didn't believe in me because they did. They definitely did believe in me. But um, does Coach Taylor say it in a different way, maybe? That I think her expectation is just so high. Like mm. she just says things that like are crazy to my mind. Like 
There's no way I can do that. Like, like, uh, you're capable of accomplishing this. Uh Like she sees more in you than you see more in you. Yes, exactly. And like in the smaller towns, they don't see that, like that level is often. So I think it's harder for them to recognize it and be like, you can do that because they don't see it as much. You know, does that make sense? Yes. Maybe because, and tell me if I'm wrong, because you have to leave the town to do it. You do. And maybe being in the town, you have a certain, I don't know. Uh, mindset relative to how things function. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Thoughts on that? I think. Yeah, go I ahead. think I think there's an aspect of that. I think also just because, like my my thoughts go back to that. There's there's just under looked at talent there, and so there's so many people that could be doing these same things, but were never never able to get the opportunity because people didn't see them. And so Which that's people? what colleges like like recruiters? colleges recruiting because it's really it is hard to compare. Like track is a little is. I mean, easier. not a, it's way easier because a time is a time. Yes. But then, like, if, if you bring it to player, soccer or basketball to to or football, big tournament to mm-hmm. be seen. I guess, yeah, right? yeah. And yeah. I think you have I think to travel that's, further. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, and yeah. Even I mean, this I think most people probably don't know about this, but runners would is even something like Nike Cross Nationals that people do in high school. I didn't even know that was a thing. I know Whitney didn't I know did. that was a yeah. thing. Someone has to and tell so, someone. Yes. It's a thing. Somebody has to know about it mm-hmm. to be able mm-hmm. to aspire to it, and yeah. so. Once, yeah, once somebody does it, like I know for me, I knew that doing a sport in college was like realistic because my mom had done it and I talked to her a little bit about Mm. her experience. And so for me, there was some type of vision about that, even though it seems like far fetched at some time, sometimes in my life. But yeah, you just have to have somebody put a little bit of vision and just opportunities. Yeah. Vision goes a long way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what did your mom so she where? she ran at Utah State. She or uh, she ran sprints and triple jumped at Utah State. She did it for two years. She kind of wanted to see. She was good in high school in Idaho and wanted to see, just kind of reach some potential. And so she did it. She walked on for two years, and I think she really enjoyed her experience. And it was it was really cool for her to do that and inspiring to me as a daughter. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, did your dad play sports growing up? Yeah. So he. He actually, he's going to love this when he hears this. He actually held the Idaho state record for the 1600 for like 18 years or something. Okay. I probably have the time or the Carl? Yeah, the time wrong. But yeah, he was super good. Wow, that's and I awesome. think I think he ran for just a little bit, like not on the BYU team, but like was thinking about running for them. And then just, you know, life happens in different opportunities and different things. But yeah, so both, both um, have been incredibly supportive of like, my running and everything because they because they they did some stuff and they thought it was cool and like one of a breaking point for me in high school was going to a really big meet in California called Arcadia and that was a meet that I was able to kind of break out and see so much more of like wow people are like a lot faster than I ever knew and like maybe I can be there one day Um, and the reason I was able to go to that meet is because my mom was looking up people and their times and like okay where does like my daughter compare and she saw all these fast times from this meet Arcadia I was like, huh, I wonder if I can get, like, these Utah people are running in Arcadia. Why can't Anna? And so she looked it up and kind of found the meet, figured out what the qualifying times are and how to get there and really kind of pushed that um, for me. And it was it was super awesome because all, like, all I ever want is just opportunity. I feel like that's all you can ask for. And so for her to make that for me was really, even at the time, I was like, oh, this is, this is something special. Like, this is going to help. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Tell She's me the great. makeup of uh, your parents and kind of athletic influencers or not. Um, my dad will also love this. 
<laughs> if he listens to it, if he can figure out how oh, to use Oh, dad's got to listen to this. Come on, man. He can use the phone. <laughs> on his throne? My dad, just... if he can learn how to use his phone. Oh, use his phone. I thought he said on his throne. I was like, you guys must have a what nice uh, chair in your living room or something. <laughs> he does. He also has one of those. But um, my dad was really good at basketball. He could double hand dunk it, slam dunk it. And he tells me that all the time. Very good. Is there okay? proof of this or this is what? Yeah, I've seen okay. the video, okay? Okay, good. <laughs> it's very, very um, proud. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Penguich, you know, play all the sports. My mom did basketball, track, cheerleading, volleyball, you Sometimes, know. Sometimes uh, cheerleading the same game she was playing in, maybe. Seriously. Who knows, no, right? she actually did. She would change, <laughs> and she would, yeah. <laughs> so I have seen that in two and one games. It's incredible. Wait, wait. It's a pause. real thing. Tell me more about that. How does that work? I never, I never did, did it. it. Yeah. So, but I saw girls do it. What do you mean do change? It. Like one half? Like uh, well, so maybe they, you cheer at the halftime. I'm, I'm, oh, I think, you change to I think, perform at halftime. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. what gotcha. would happen is like maybe they play JV in basketball or something, and then they change oh, to cheer for varsity, for varsity or something, yeah. or vice versa. Yeah, mm-hmm. something like that. I think. Okay. I, I like, don't I know. Same game. I think yeah. I saw more drill team do that because they would perform yeah. at halftime. And then, yeah, I don't know how they, that was, that was one good. step too yeah. much for me. <laughs> yeah, they had like, You had no legs in the fourth, what <laughs> happened? Well, half time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so my parents both were very involved in sports and they were really good, but I think it still is that small, that small town thing, you know, with not a lot of opportunity and I think it wasn't as serious. That's how my mom would explain it to me when she was in high school. For her, it wasn't as serious as it is now. And she wasn't as intense. She was really good, but yeah, just wasn't as intense. So it wasn't something she like did later. And then none of my, my sister, my older sister, she was going to play college basketball, but then she tore ACL and all this stuff. And she was who I was like striving to be when I was little because mm. I wanted to be better than her. Cause everyone would talk about how awesome she was and how good she was. And she, she was really good. And so that's who I looked up to a lot when I was little and I would practice every day so I could be like her. <laughs> That's awesome. So, but then I didn't do basketball and I did running. So I think I used maybe those things I learned for basketball and applied it to running, maybe. Hopefully. Totally. <laughs> uh, do I have this right? When you're one of six kids? Mm-hmm. And then one of eight, Anna? Mm-hmm. Yep, that's right. Is that something you uh, discovered early? Like, oh, we have big families on that recruiting trip? Or was that later? I don't think we like you talked about how it was like. I don't think we even called it a big family. <laughs> I think I don't. Yeah, it's kind of like maybe that's a small town thing too. I don't actually know. You didn't I, feel like that was special in any way because I feel like those are both big families. They I are. Mean, yeah, yeah. Thinking back on it, yeah, yeah that yeah. is that is special. But I'm like, I don't know. She got six. I got eight. Cool. <laughs> I, I didn't really think too much about it. Just it just is what it is. Yeah, I'm like you always got to fight for the treats. You have to funny. fight. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> Your older brothers are always trying to take all the, do- you know, take all the donuts. That's I mean, how we, it related, maybe. Yeah, we do fight talk, for the food. <laughs> yeah. We do talk about, like, our siblings quite a lot because I think yeah. both of us have had really just amazing siblings that have really helped, mm-hmm. just helped us. Like, I don't know, it just helps, like we were saying with vision. I, I Another part was I was able to watch my sister, my oldest sister, play soccer, and they actually started the first um, soccer team that Millard had, and I watched them play all the way through, and it was like, the coolest thing she was so good and so watching her and my brothers run and my my other sister play soccer and run and yeah I think just having that vision of watching them and I know I've talked to Whitney about this and it's the mm-hmm. same with her sisters mm-hmm. it makes a big difference like you build off of each other so yeah we're lucky yeah. to be one of the younger ones I always <laughs> where say do you that. fit in the I'm like, uh, scale there I'm fifth so I have a little brother but yeah I got to learn from all my sisters and I'm like 
I really, I feel very lucky to be one of the younger ones because I got to watch them, like Anna was saying, and see what they did. And I was like, okay, you know, like you kind of base yourself off that. I can do at bit. least that, yeah. if not <laughs> like better. I want to beat that, you know, because we're I'm all competitive. I'm the oldest, so I don't relate to that. Yeah, you had to be the one I had to be through. the sort of pioneer yeah. of like, all right, we do this, right? <laughs> and it was fun to see my sister do some similar things, but then do mm-hmm. other things, right, mm-hmm. that I didn't do, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's really awesome. And this is funny, too, because I actually fit as number five as well. <laughs> I do there you go. that together. I but yeah, I have it. one little brother and two little sisters. My main goal is for you guys to learn something about each other. <laughs> so check. The Seriously. boxes checked, right? Okay. No, so <laughs> when, did, uh, when did running become a serious thing that you were like, okay, this is this is what I do. Let's start with you, Winnie. For me, it wasn't until probably after my first or second year in college. That deep? Mm-hmm. Because, like, even coming into college, like, I was like, I'm just here because I got like, I'm here for college, right? But I kind of was here for the experience. Anyway. <laughs> um, so you, when you came to BYU, you didn't necessarily feel like you were here to run. I, I was. It's really kind of, it's hard to explain because okay. I am a very competitive person. And, like, if I'm going to do it, I want to do it. Like, I want to do it right, and I want to see what I have, you know? But it wasn't like it was everything for me, you know? And it's I don't think it should be everything for you anyway. Like, I'm, like that's something I've had to learn. Mm. Um, why, why do you feel that way too? Cause that balance obviously is important, mm-hmm. but there's also the like mama mentality you're all in. And I'm like, yeah, oh, you sacrifice certain other things mm-hmm. if that's the case. Yeah. So there, it's, it's sort of like, can you be all in to truly be a BYU athlete? Cause I feel like we have a lot of things going on. Yeah. Or is it like compartmentalized depending on when you are doing, I don't know. Tell me what you think. I feel like it's something I'm always trying to better understand because, and what I, as of right now, how I feel about it is I feel like timing is really important. So like you give, you use your time for the certain things in certain times. So like in the morning when you're working out, you're focused, you know, mm-hmm. you're doing that. And when you're home with your family, you be present there, you know, like that's what I, that's my goal. That's what I'm trying to do. It doesn't mean that I'm great at it. And it is hard sometimes because I'm just like, I want to talk about running still, or I want to like talk about like. My family, you know, I don't know, but that's kind of how I feel about it right now. But I'm always asking, I'm always asking to try and figure out the right balance, especially with like being newly married and everything. Like it's a new change and it's, you have to adapt and yeah. So if anyone has great advice for that as Tweet well. at Whitney Orton or whatever <laughs> yeah, your handle is. Seriously. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's how I feel about it right now. And yeah, do you have, what do you think about that? About balance? Yeah. I mean, I think I think you said it well. I like the compartmentalizing. I definitely uh, err on the side of, I don't want to say more the Mamba mentality because, like, he's fantastic. But, like, more on that side where I probably think about track more than I should and stuff. But I think. And at this stage of but, life. Yeah. it's this, And mm-hmm. you're literally being paid to do this mm-hmm. from, by the school, yeah. right? So that makes sense. Yeah. I definitely mm-hmm. think I, that, that has been something that I'm, like, I realize is I'm not doing this forever. And so these few years that I do have to do it, I've, and my husband and I have had a lot of conversations about this too, um, where he's like all in with my running as well, whereas we only have these few years. So it will be a little bit crazy on the side of like being a little lopsided in my life on some aspects. Like there's a lot of 
<laughs> it's funny because when the season ends, he always gets excited. He's like, oh, I have a fun wife again because, like, I'm just not fun when it's <laughs> in the season. I'm not fun. It's, like, 930, and I'm like, okay, we need to we need to get to sleep. And he's like, 930, really? I'm like, yes, <laughs> and stuff. And so it's, yeah, he's always excited. Like, he loves in season because he likes to see me chase my passions, but he definitely is excited to have a fun wife for a few weeks while I'm not. Fun wife, <laughs> <Yeah>. Jack. <laughs> You, it sounds like you received that well. I don't think my wife would receive a comment like that well. <laughs> hey, my fun wife's back. What's up? Oh, no, I agree with him. I agree with him. I'm like, hey, sorry I'm not fun. Sorry I'm not fun right That's now. Funny. I'm a little bit fun, but not very fun. I, I feel like if you want to be great at something, then you can't have a ton of balance. It's just really difficult, mm-hmm. right? If you want to be truly great, and and I believe that you can only really be great at like one or two things, mm-hmm. like really great. And for you guys, like best in the country is your best in the in the world, you know, is your pursuit that you have to sacrifice certain things. Mm-hmm. And it's just hard. Mm-hmm. I felt like school got in the way of my education when I was at BYU. Does that yeah. make sense? That, that like makes I a came lot of here sense. to learn how to broadcast. I didn't mm-hmm. care about memorizing humanities facts. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And my GPA suffered, but I was never targeting a master's. Mm-hmm. I was just learning how to do this. And I feel like I'm good, but I want to become great, right? Mm-hmm. At mm-hmm. I'm good enough, I guess, um, at this. So with, with running, yeah, there's something to be said about that uh, if that's how you feel. But at some stage of life, there's balance. And mm-hmm. on weekends, you're, you know, you're doing your thing. And what, what's the cost? You're not hanging out with family and friends as much as mm-hmm. you would if you mm-hmm. didn't have running, right? Yet running gives you something that you really value. So what is it that you find in running that makes it so valuable to you, Whitney? That you wouldn't like, do it if you a, loved it. Yeah. If you didn't love it, right? Yeah. Right? No, that's a really good question. Because for me, when I came, I wouldn't have told you I loved running. Because mm. it wasn't. Which we need to get back nope. to, yes. Yeah. When you mm-hmm. decided running was serious. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't love it. I didn't love that. Like, I was like, it's really hard. Like, that's, I, it's a really, really hard sport. It's not fun that Everyone was how i would explain this it's wild yeah it's not but it's got something you know and there's yeah. a reason people do it and there's a reason people just like have these huge dreams with running even though it's like the hardest you know like mental it's nature's sport right it, yeah it's running. like i don't know what it is about it but for me i think it's just like such a direct that i can just directly see my improvement and i want i just i want to grow like i want to be someone that is better than I was before like every day I want to be better those are things I like strive for not saying that I am so I feel like running is so good in that way because you can look through your log like your running log like oh my workout I did this workout last year and I did better this year you feel good you know or like you run a better time or like there's little things you overcome in the races and you just feel you just feel so good like it was so so hard and I pushed through that like that is such an amazing feeling to overcome things all the time because it's always there's always something to overcome in running because it's it's that hard sport you know there's always will come that point where you're so so tired and you can either go or you can let it just take you and you're gonna be really sad if you do that if you decide to overcome it like you're gonna be really happy and it's just like do I want to be happy or do I want to be sad when you choose happy you are so happy you choose, when you choose sad you are so so sad <laughs> The cost of happy yeah. is mm-hmm. tough. Yeah. In this moment you're talking yes, about, right? It is. It's very hard. Physically, emotionally, mentally. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's a good feeling when you do it. So 
And we'll talk about some of these moments for uh, you guys uh, in your career a little bit later. When did you decide, Anna, that running was your thing? So I think, like, I really probably, I, I started to decide probably my junior year of high school where I had got some letters. And I, I've always dreamed, like, even little, like, when I was young, I always dreamed of being an athlete in some realm. Like, I think when I was probably, like, seven, I was like, oh, I want to be an Olympic figure skater. And I, I never skated. I don't know why I thought <laughs> that. I think I had a little doll that was from, like, the 2000 Olympic or something. I Watch don't know. Blades of Glory yeah, something. really aspired to that. Yeah, something yeah. like that. And then when I started doing, like, little kid gymnastics, I was like, oh, I'm I'm going to be an Olympic gym. Actually, I figured that one out really late. I was, like, 15 or No, not 15. I was, like, 13. And I was like, oh, people are already, like, world ranked. <laughs> They're like, I'm Crazy, too late. Right? Okay, There's gonna change. There, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I got to change that. That's not going to work out for me. But, um, and so then when I did start like when I was running and the the dream actually for me was soccer for probably my first two years, maybe. You and Courtney Wayman, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, she, she definitely was a little closer to the dream than <laughs> I was. I'll, I'll fully admit that. But, um, but yeah. And so then when I did start getting like little letter, like recruiting letters from colleges, it was kind of, it was like the coolest thing ever. And so I think at that point I was like, oh, this is giving me something back that I'm doing. So like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fully commit into running. And and my full commitment was like, like I know this is what I want to do, but I wasn't going to let go of my other sports yet because I just, I wanted to be in high school. I wanted to do the high school thing, have fun. I had friends and coaches that were counting on me to come back and, and play and um, yeah, play soccer and basketball. You and, had a basketball camp to go to. Yeah, I had a basketball camp to go to to meet my future best friend for life. <laughs> and so ask it a was, question that she would dismiss. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and get snuffed by her. It's fine. <laughs> just again, retrospective, I respect it. We probably should have been focused on basketball. Also, it's can, can was I, it an all-star game, you said? Yeah. yeah. You're fine. Okay, <laughs> can I say something, though? Please. I'm looking like the bad guy, but she made fun of my calves for years. Okay? <laughs> What'd you say? Okay. okay. Behind hey. my back, Okay. Listen, listen, just a quick little. Whitney oh, Orton in high school, okay, was <laughs> super like a lot of runners are. She was super, super skinny, and when she put on the giant basketball shorts and the big old basketball shoes, she, her calves looked so small. And so one time, <laughs> one time, me and my friend one were like, time. were like, yeah, it was one time. Oh, okay, okay. Me and my one of my friends on the team were like, look at Whitney Orton's calves are so tiny. <laughs> anyway, so I did. You you weren't the bad guy. You're just trying to play a game. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I just was trying to make a friendship, but whatever. We're making yeah, fun of focus. Like it's <laughs> a thing to be mugged. I show her my calves to this day. I'm like, check them out. Those are nice. Yeah, she's got, okay, just in case anyone's wondering, now. she got some nice calves. Thank okay, you. I do. I tell her Thank often you. now. I make up that. for my past. <laughs> my past uh, if you can talk about mistakes. each other's calves, you're a good friend. That's, <laughs> that's how you know it. Right? True. Yeah. Hype up the calves, people. Hype yes. them up. <laughs> Kalani Sitake yeah. loves to talk about his calves, too. Oh, good it's for like him. like first-team All-American yeah. calves. Yeah. So that's, all, that's all you really need is some good calves. Yeah, some good I feel calves. like when you, you know when you see them, you're like, those are like, those are extra good. You know, there's like above average calves. First-team All-American, <laughs> second-team All-American. Yeah. I, I need to tier see one, his calves. Tier one, tier two. <laughs> is every oh, day funny. leg day when you're a runner? I think so. Yes and no, because we don't lift like super heavy. So like- Ever? Ever. With legs? Ever. Well, Gotta take it easy. Yeah, like... We do lift. We, we do, do lift, but we don't workouts. lift, like, heavy. Like, we're not maxing ever or You're anything like that. You're not looking for power, yeah. per se. You're looking for yeah. sort of endurance. Mm-hmm. So some of our some of our 800-meter runners squat, like, decently heavy. But for us, it is every day's leg day, but it's not like you're sore, like you've been working on your jumping muscles. It's like, 
I'm exhausted. My legs are so tired. tired <laughs> like my muscles can't keep going because I'm so tired. But it's not sore as often. Gotcha. I feel like, all right. Yeah. But yeah, every day is leg day. Yeah. Do you need arms uh, and weightlifting <laughs> as, as a runner? Yeah. <laughs> as you definitely need calves, uh, obviously. <laughs> Um, I mean, we do, we do lift our arms. We, you know, we want to look well-balanced. I mean, we want to be well-balanced. <laughs> it wouldn't be funny if it was the opposite of everybody else, right? Just jacked legs. Yeah. Skinny true. arms. That yeah. would be kind of funny. We do actually a decent amount of swimming and swimming. Okay. Swimming. That gets your okay. arms. That yeah. gets your arms. And we do lift. We do lift. Swimming's the total body workout. Yeah. It's right? true. It's a total. We Unless do you don't know how to swim bit. very well then. That's true. Whitney then had to learn. Whitney had to learn, but she's, okay. she's a good swimmer now. Let's talk about this because at Girl Dad Camp, Dilji talked about this <laughs> with some of the athletes, and they talked about swimming. She talked to some of the freshmen in the room, and they were like, yeah, we've been swimming. I'm not a good swimmer or whatever. Is this a new development with the team that you're swimming more often? When did you guys start with this? Um, I don't even know. Like three or four years ago, I think. But so then we had that, that time when the RB was getting construction, so we didn't yeah. swim as much that year. But yeah. yeah, I think you didn't want to go to uh, Riverside Country Club with the swim team outside <laughs> yeah, in November. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah, no, those were some pretty. Wild. Those were some pretty tough athletes. Then. You're like, I don't know we'll if we run in Terre Haute in the <laughs> snow. Okay, true. We'll do that, yeah. but you can't get me in a pool run. in the cold. That's that's just asking too much for me. <laughs> 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 They're incredible. Yeah, hypothermia. True. There. Okay. Seriously. Okay, back to a couple things here. Let's see. Uh, Dave Rose. Did he coach at Millard back in the day? Yes, he did. The great Dave Rose. <laughs> yes, he did. So yeah. Dave Rose and Anna Camp Bennett. Right. Anybody else of note from Millard? Clarence Robinson. <gasps> what? Yep. Whoa. Mm-hmm. The Millard. OG? Yeah. The track and field complex name? Right. Wow. I also, I'm trying to think of, sorry, now you opened up, so Please. I'm saying all of them. It's a podcast. <laughs> we have time. And I'm trying to remember their first names, but the Boone brothers that played football, I think, at Utah. Oh, we don't talk yeah. about Utah football no, okay. players we on can't this talk podcast. About I'm sorry. But <laughs> listen, they were great. They were great. The Boone brothers and there was... Super memorable <laughs> brothers. I don't know them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was it was a while ago. I yeah. actually have never met them, though. I will one day. You're pretty high on the power rankings then. I need of, to. Of, like, <laughs> former athletes, coaches. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's good. There's yeah. some good good stock in Millard. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Whitney? How, where, where are you on the power rankings? <sighs> I don't know. In Penguich. <laughs> she says, I don't know, because she doesn't want to say number one. No, I'm not. I'm <laughs> they got to have a statue there a few of her. other no. notables from, <laughs> from Penguich? <laughs> Huh? Are there a few other notables from Penguich? Was it Penguich High School? What high school was it? Yeah, what? it was Penguich High School. The fighting what's? Bobcats. Bobcats. Mm-hmm. And then? Eagles. Phil, Fillmore Eagles? Uh, Millard Eagles, actually. Sorry, Mil- yeah. Millard Eagles, yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. There are some people that um, went and did college sports. There's not. It's not as common from Penguich, but especially like more lately, I've been noticing there's been a lot more people going and doing sports. Um, Track Norris, he did... What? Track? track? His name is Track. Yeah. What? His dad's the track coach. And well, naturally. he's like, he's the best. He is like one of my all time favorite people. Any other weird he names me in so the family? Much. Uh, I don't know. I like Steeplechase. Steeple yeah. Steeple yeah, he, he was, Where, yeah. No, track did, track did the steeplechase though. Nice. <laughs> oh, so, nice. Had to. Yeah, he was an all American. Couldn't just do cross country. Yeah. Yeah, he couldn't just. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, he did. Um, he was an All-American in steeple, so I remember, like, he helped me a lot, and that's why I was maybe going to go to UVU is because mm. track went there, and that's, like, the connection there. Yeah. So, yeah, I looked up to him a lot. I know he qualified for the Olympic trials, I think. Nice. But I don't know if he ever ran in them. Yeah. But 
He was really, really good. So he you're number huge. one, you're saying? Is that what you're no. Saying? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. I'm not. They're... I'm just trying to crack the top three. <laughs> <No. list, laughs> so you guys are awesome. Yeah. No. yeah, lots of good athletes. My little cousin just signed. She's not little. She's an adult. I'm sorry. <laughs> she does high jump at Idaho State. Nice. Yeah. So it's really awesome, too. Will you see her in a meet, maybe? Or are you going to not overlap? No, I saw her last um, spring in outdoor. So that was I fun. mean, like, compete where she's competing in her thing and you're doing your thing. Are you not going to overlap, or will you? Uh, I don't know. She she competed last year in college, right? Oh, yeah. she was so, in college yeah. last year. Yeah, okay. last year. Sorry. I saw her last year in gotcha. meet, and she... Yeah. Yeah, I saw her at the meet. Awesome. So that was cool. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's talk more about what you were saying with what you overcome in a race. So, Anna, for you, what do you overcome in a race? Like, walk me through. Because when you watch from the outside, it's not like this, but I'm just generalizing. Like, I always imagine, why are there coaches in NASCAR? Don't you just go fast and go steadily left? When you run, there's so much to it. It's not Mm -hmm. just running hard. But it's like, how do you get someone to overcome the resistance of the body to stop running and at a certain speed? That's what it mm-hmm. like feels like. I did cross mm-hmm. country like one year in high school. I wasn't even that good. And and still to this day, it's like, I hate running unless it's basketball. Then mm-hmm. I'll run all day, right? I like need the distraction of the ball or whatever. So walk me through from your elite running abilities, what it is you overcome in a race, physically, emotionally, mentally. That That is a super good question. I think... For me, like different things hit me on different races. Uh, cross country is a little bit like hitting the edge of my range for distance. And so for me in cross country, it's like, how do I keep going? Like, how do I stay attached to that pack? And yeah, a lot of people don't know, like there is actually some like technique and strategy to running a race. Um, if you're running, I mean, it sounds kind of silly, but if you're running behind people, they're cutting wind for you and stuff. And so you're not um, having to work as hard and like you can kind of, the freeway yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can kind of turn your brain off and just follow their pace. And so for me, a lot of, um, a lot of my struggles come through pushing past my, my mind telling me like, oh, you're not good enough. You know, these people have done more than you. This is an all American. This person crushed you in a workout. This, like all these different things are the kind of the things that I normally struggle with and when those things take over I always slow down I always will slow down and so um yeah for me I would say my mind gives out before my body does and so if I can just get my mind the races that I do get my mind right with like the positive affirmations and little like I usually will choose like a little either saying or word that's like I don't know like commit compete um trust like just one of those little kind of i don't know power words i guess you'd call it and who's giving you the power word are you deciding it is it delta D- taylor um is most, it something you've read that week yeah i most most of the time it comes off of something that coach taylor says but it's usually like it's self-instructed sometimes in cross country mm. she she does give some direction that way but most of it is like she i mean you've heard her talk right she's like incredibly inspiring and so she gives us these pep talks before races like a pre-race um I don't know yeah little pep talk and usually I'll take something that she says and like okay that's like I found it that's what I need to work on or like in cross country for me like I said my hardest thing is to commit to go with the pack and so um yeah my word was just like what was it It was just it was just commit just stay in stay in um in the pack knowing 
that if I just did that, they could pull me to a better place in a better time. But um, yeah, so it's self, it's a little bit of both. She says inspiring things. I take what I want for that specific meet. And yeah, I think that's mostly, yeah, there's running definitely is hard, but there's nothing there's like, and like we've played, we played all the sports. There is nothing as satisfying as finishing a race. You've hit your best time ever. You know, it was a good race. All the work that you've done to get there is kind of like fulfilled for this like brief moment until you, you know, reassess your goals. Cause then you got to up your goals a little bit, but for that brief moment, it's, there's just nothing so like fulfilling. It's, oh, it's really cool. I love it. <laughs> so it's different than a team sport while there is a team element to this Mm -hmm. of getting through that barrier. Yeah. And like you said before, Whitney, you can quantify success in running Mm -hmm. that you can't in almost every other sport. Like if you're Mm -hmm. a left tackle in football, it's hard to know how well you did. Mm -hmm. But in running, it's merit-based, man. There's no opinion there. Like gymnastics too, right? Very Mm -hmm. opinion-based on the score. Very true. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what do you overcome in a race? Um... I feel like it does change, like, depending on the year, on your situation, like, what you've been going through. Are you coming back from an injury? Are you your strongest you've ever been? Like, there's so many different things. So I could never tell you just one thing that I overcome because I feel like I've overcome so many different things. And then I feel like I have to overcome it again. And then, so, yeah, it is it is definitely, like, a lot of it is your mind and, like, if you believe in yourself and Sometimes you're lacking confidence, maybe, and you have to overcome that and be like, no, like, I'm awesome. Like, I got this, you know, like those uh, power statements, too, are huge. Just making sure you're talking to yourself in a good way, because if you're not, then you're not going to get any even close to what you could do unless you're talking, like, hyping yourself up, you know? Is it naturally negative? Um, like, when you're in a race, or do you have to, like, actively fight? The, we, that mentally when your legs start hurting everything starts getting negative <laughs> and so you have to you have to flip the switch because your body's telling you dad stop you should probably stop this is hard i feel like it does <laughs> depend on the person though too and mm-hmm. i feel like it does depend on just where you're at too but um like you said yeah it really does depend okay it depends for me at mm-hmm. least a lot oh, yeah no totally that's what i would say i it's hard to say one thing but the mental is definitely I feel like where it goes because I, I really do believe that your mental can overcome a lot. Like if you're mentally strong, if you're not that fit, it's okay because you are going to do, you're still going to do good. But if you're mentally not good, you could be your fittest you ever are and you will do so much worse. That's like for me, like I just know that if I'm mentally good, like I know I'm going to be happy after the race because I'm going to push and do the things I need to do within the race to be happy. Where if I'm not, then I'm not going to do those things and I'm not going to be happy. So We're learning more about this in 2021 than we ever have, right? The mental game. Mm-hmm. We're talking about mental health. This is tied in, right? Mm-hmm. Like are you in a place mentally to perform physically what you can do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Simone Biles pulls out of the Olympics and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh. And then I think we're more sympathetic now than we've ever been as to – no, it's okay. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yet, there's the other side of it where you're like, well, shoot, I was t- taught to never give up. I was taught to push through this. So there's this sort of balance that needs to be sought there that's tough to sort of figure out. Have mm-hmm. you ever encountered that in your own career where you were like, 
I'm not necessarily good mentally today. It's not going to work, but I'm going to get better and then overcome that. Because I think we're in a better place today where it's like, okay, I get that. You just hope that doesn't happen during the national championships, right? Like mm-hmm. in the Olympics, that was the question, right? Was, well, shoot, it's the Olympics. But mental health is really important. So there's a sort of balance. Have you encountered that with anything with yourself? Yes, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. A little, yeah, for sure. I have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about you, Anna? Um, I definitely, yeah, I definitely think so that I have. It's like what you said, it's kind of a weird balance because exactly what you said, we're, we're kind of taught to, you know, you go, 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 go until you actually can't anymore. But, um, it's hard to know too, like is, and Simone's bile, bile situation. I mean, she was, she's so good. She had nothing to prove. Like she had nothing Mm -hmm. to prove. So that was, yeah, like she's just so cool. But, um, I know in different, in different times, um, like I've had, I would say more workouts that are like, okay, I mentally wasn't good. On those days that I do push past mentally not being good, usually I have to like go to a teammate or a coach and be like, hey, I'm not good. Like I need some help. And um, and they're usually able to like help talk me out of it. Sometimes not. I'm always happier when I do overcome it. And it's hard because if it, I mean, I love running and I love competing in this way. So of course, if I'm able to overcome something mentally in that I'm going to be happy but then I do think there are some things in your life that it's like okay you need to just step back and take a break for a second and that's okay and that's okay that's the mm-hmm. conversation now yeah. you know what that's all right yeah it's like will, will this be hard enough on you that you will not like what Whitney was saying about happiness is this going to be hard enough on you that you will not be happy after it because if if that's the case then no but I actually had okay I'm going to share an experience now um in 20 Oh, what year was it, the DMR? 2019? Uh, probably. Yeah, I think in, in 2019, or no, it was, yeah, 2019, uh, I was an alternate for the DMR, and I was going to run the 1200 leg in it, and I ended up getting influenza, like, the week before, and this was, you know, pre-COVID, so you could still travel and stuff like that, but I got super, super sick, and I started, you know, we were seeing, okay, am I going to be good to race? Am I going to be okay to race? And it got to a point where uh, we knew physically that I was okay, like that if I raced, I would be okay, but we weren't sure mentally. Mm. And it's way different if I'm racing for my team versus myself, right? If I if I race and then I don't get an All-American, that's on me and oh, sad, but it's fine because I didn't affect anyone else. Yeah, I was going to be the first leg in a relay, so three other girls, if I messed up, weren't going to get to be whatever it was that we could that year. And I went back and forth a lot and had a lot of conversations with Coach Taylor. Like, like I don't know. I And this was probably my first actual Nationals experience. Like, I came on, like, way later than when Whitney went to Nationals her freshman year. I came on. That was my junior year. And so, yeah, in between talking to Coach Taylor and trying to figure this out, like, I had a cough, but I knew I could run with it. And it would be fine. And it got to a point where I, I think I was either – I think I probably talked to both my mom and my husband about it. And I was – deciding like if I'm not willing to run when I know my health my body is healthy like do I actually love this sport and I had to go all the way back and question from square one be like do I actually want to do this like is this something that like I'd never question you could ask Whitney I, I've loved running I love competing I never questioned if this is where I should be or anything but in that moment I, I went all the way back and questioned should I even be running and as I went back there and I'm, I'm like oh never like, and I went all the way back to high school, never 
in high school basketball did I not want to be on the court. Like, I wanted to be, I don't care if it's a JV game, if it's whatever, another game at camp that we just added in, like, I want to be on the court. And same with, like, high school racing. I did as many races as you as you could because I just love to be out there and competing. And so it made me, like, really question deep inside myself, like, why am I here? And as I thought through that, I'm like, okay, like, if you don't step on the line, you're not the same person that you've been, which for me, that's what it was. For other people, it might be completely different. This, yeah, this isn't like a everybody fits in this type of box. But for me, that question was huge. And uh, and I did end up running and it went it kind of changed the course of my career a little bit because it went really well, which was lucky because I think half of sports is luck, maybe even more than half of sports is luck that just things turn out right and you don't get tripped or other things like that. And so, yeah, it was a really cool experience for me to like really question like super deep to my roots that I never even had to go to before. And yeah, that was a lot for a simple question. but (laughs) No, it's it's a really interesting topic because there's so much at stake and sometimes we Maybe maybe we can admit to ourselves in the past we've culturally with sports almost pushed too hard sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yet you want to kind of push people to be their best. So it's like, how do I strike that balance mm-hmm. without breaking a psyche, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's it's tough. Okay, let's talk about the successes of your careers. It's been incredible to watch. Um, let's start with your uh, world record. <laughs> <laughs> the four-minute mile dribbling of a or, or sorry. <laughs> The mile dribbling a basketball, right? Do I have that correct? Yeah, uh-huh. that's okay. correct. When did you decide, hey, Still we should do this? Because that was awesome. So um, it's COVID. It COVID was, summer. Yeah. You're like, we have nothing And so it had yeah. been so long since we could compete. I think I think it started, it started with you and Coach. So you should Coach sent, it, sent me a video of this. I think a she's from, she, yeah, she's a high yeah. schooler. She broke the world record in the oh, basketball. Sydney Mascarelli. Oh, perfect. Yeah, she sent that to me, and she's like, what do you think, kind of, you know? And I was like, I think I can do it. And then I was like, I have to tell Anna. I'm like, she will, there's no way I will do this, and she will just watch. Like, she will want to do it. <laughs> so Given what we talked about yeah. with your yeah. uh, basketball practice. I would, have been, I would have been very sad if I wasn't yeah. invited. I think I invited my, after, as no, soon as you, you said didn't. something, I, I was definitely like, invited I'm invited, you. right? I definitely <laughs> invited you. did, you invited me. But yeah, so I immediately sent it to Anna, and I was like, you want to do it with me? And then... We're just like, it was just for fun, you know? Like, we hadn't raced for so long. We were very, like, ready to race, too, because we had our mm-hmm. season taken away from us in indoor, and that was so hard, and we were so fired up. It's like, any race, we're like, give us anything. Yeah. Like, we just want something, you How know? How many weeks after that happened, which you guys were at Nationals when it was announced? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was actually. Very we were on the track. Like, you were on the track. Yeah. There's yeah. a video track. with Dilgeet Taylor. And, One you know, case in the entire state. Ride. <laughs> yeah. Sexual yeah. <laughs> and how soon after was this event setting the world record in the mile dribbling of basketball we took time off so we, like, we took break like we did just like regular mileage in the summer we didn't really do a lot we did like one or two workouts with the basketball mm-hmm. i think it was it, in september and we took our break at the end of march probably yeah it was it was uh it was, it, a was, long it was time. a long time. It was months. I think when we really decided, like, oh, we're for sure doing this, was when they postponed cross-country season then again. Because like, oh, we're like, right, we, we, have have, yep. we have an entire fall that mm-hmm. we'll be together and working out that we don't really have. Yeah. yeah, that we don't have a race. Yeah. And so it, was and just, it, yeah, it really started so out as a super chill, just kind of funny, like, oh, let's try to do this <laughs> basketball thing. And then 
you know Coach Taylor, you, you go big or you go home. So she got like, like bring the cameras in. Yeah, the cameras in. At that point, we were like, oh. we're like this isn't fun anymore. We're like, <laughs> I'm like, I actually don't know if I'm ready for this. I, like, I don't want to hit the ball with my knees. Yeah. No, like we thought of that. Like we, you like, it's not just running. Like there's so many things to worry about. Like if we lose the ball, like everyone's got to go home. <laughs> like we're gonna ruin everything. I'm like, we actually have to focus for this. <laughs> so we kind of got a little serious funny. right before because we're like, I'm not, I'm not gonna mess this up. <laughs> true. Did you want to beat but, each other? at it or did that matter were you competing against each other a little bit I like mean, hey i want to be the winner of this i think the <laughs> first thing we wanted to do was break the record but then of course there's what always the a competitive edge it was 508 508 yeah which i'm just gonna technically i didn't beat it except for an altitude conversion because for distance you get an yep. altitude conversion i just have to for my conscious i have to put that out there yes I only beat it with an altitude conversion. <laughs> Who finished first? Did you finish first, Winnie? Mm-hmm. And you beat it with altitude conversion? Uh, I no, she beat it by a lot. I ran 458. I think for without. You ran a sub five minute mile dribbling a basketball, and you were right behind that. Just... I, I don't even remember what my time was. That's unbelievable. But, yeah, yeah. That's it was crazy. more like I don't know. I think we were competitive, but I think the thing we did to kind of make it less competitive is like whoever wins, like. The next person's got to, or like whoever wins, they need to make a hoop around Coach Taylor. And then the person that comes in second has got to slam dunk it on Coach Taylor. <laughs> we thought that'd be so funny. It so was like, going to be funny. And then, and then right at the line, right at the line, I bounced it off my knee. And so I ruined it all. I couldn't And I was like, by Coach Taylor, <laughs> ready to go. And then she kicked it. And I was like, Dang. And then we we're like, oh, now I can't scramble and grab this. And then do it. the moment has passed. Yes, yeah. It's too yeah. bad. Would have been, Wait, been so great. You- it went off your knee at the finish line? Right. At, like, I finished and then boom, right off my knee. <laughs> or off my, I think it might have been off my foot, something. It was out of there. And I was like, God oh, dang it. This and the sucks. announcer was like, and the ball goes off and it can't see. I was like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, don't have to tell everybody. Did How you get a certificate? Like, did someone record <laughs> no. it there, like, for the world record? It or was recorded. That's like, was she had it a an recorded... informal world record or was it an actual world record? Like, I don't know. Is it in the book somewhere? I don't I have know. You Probably broke that not. record. Probably but, not. Because sometimes, I guess, that, like Guinness does the famous one, but there's like uh-huh. other people maybe. I, I would say know. it's more informal. It's informal. Like, it's just like, oh, yeah, so. this is on YouTube. World this record. This is on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. If you were to look it up, maybe it would pop up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I yeah. Mean. If I type, yeah, world <laughs> record mile uh, basketball. Do you guys show up right away? It's going to be embarrassing if we don't. So oh, I yeah, hope so. Hopefully. Oh, it's some dude that did it for Oh, you have to type women's. Always have to type women's. Got to type women's. The inequality. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh, it says Whitney Horton with an H. Oh. <laughs> That's just disrespectful. Okay? Oh, A basketball they really mile. They you like that. Yeah, the, the first did, video is you guys. Yeah. Whitney Horton, huh? Yeah, oh, Whitney Horton, one. here's a who. Yeah. <laughs> if I go to the very end of this, am I going to see that's Anna so dribble it off her feet? That's the real question. Uh, you might. You I don't know. Oh, I, was, I was actually quite, I'll say this, I was quite a bit behind Whitney. I was quite a bit, but it's okay. I'm it was amazed just by <laughs> the fact that you hard. could run that fast, period, let alone with a basketball. Was it hard? <laughs> yes. Did you feel like the ball was going to, like, was the track good for the dribbling part of it? Oh, yeah, Whitney just jumps out right away. I'm looking at this now. <laughs> Anna, you're right there, though. You're right there, <laughs> which is great. Okay. Wait, I'm looking at the very end. Whitney's coming in. <laughs> just waiting. You got to see oh. if I make the hoop. You can see the anger in me. Like, like ah, it's so angry. <laughs> it yeah. actually was super hard. Like, it was. It was, oh. it was harder than it should have been. Yeah. Like, cause it was. Because you normally, you know, you have your regular cadence and rhythm, and that's part of running. Is oh, like, I took oh, that away. Yep. <laughs> How embarrassing, huh? Oh, it's all man. good. It's yeah, all it's good. Okay. Yeah, d- 
Don't feel any need, anyone out there, to go and watch that. You don't have to go watch <laughs> end it, that. End it Give right it after Whitney down. finishes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. So let's talk about school records and national championships and stuff. So, uh, Whitney, what, what are you most proud of some of your amazing accomplishments at BYU? And which races kind of stick out as the ones where you're like, yeah, I, I felt proud of those ones. I was happy, as you said. I did talk to Coach T about this a little bit today. Just like when I feel my happiest is when I overcome in the race and I do something. You know, like I, I say yes in that moment and I just give my all. That's when I'm like the very happiest. Because like even like my family would always make fun of me. I'm like, oh, I had more of that race. You know, They're like you always say that. Like you got to stop saying that, you know. But like the like being able to finish the race and say I don't have any more. That was everything I had. And I feel good. I ran faster than ever. Um, I feel like you can kind of see on paper which races those are. They're my fastest races are the ones that I've done that, that I've overcome those things. So I feel like it's that part of the race that makes me the happiest. Of course, the time is cool, you know, like, like sweet, like that's, that's so fast. You know, like I didn't know I could ever run that fast, like super cool. But it is that moment. So the races, I guess, that I could say that most recently was my 5K that I ran at Sound Running, where I ran my best time. Was that in Irvine? May 16th in Irvine. You run yeah. a 15, 12, 91? Mm-hmm. Is that the one? Mm-hmm. And I died. Shattering after. the school record. I just laid there on, on the track. <laughs> like, the camera's just there, and you can see me, like, under the results. Like, I'm just laying in my chest and just <laughs> pumping. Like, I was there for a while. <laughs> I didn't even know my time when I finished, like... Some girl came up to me. She's like, you ran so fast. I'm like, what did I do? I'm like, I don't know. Like, I was so dead. Like, I wasn't even paying attention to the time. I was just you crushed gritting, the score gritting it out, you know. But I was very, I was proud of that one. What about the 1500s at uh, West Coast Relays? 409.31. Broke the school record. Yeah, I was, I was really happy that race. That one was just really fun. The 1500s definitely just more fun than the 5k so i enjoyed it i enjoyed it. i was like that was so fun i'm like i'm i did a 5k right before that at oregon so i went from the 5k to the 15 so i was like that was just a good time i'm like i'm just happy to be here right now like that was great <laughs> okay yeah i don't know so definitely those ones well you got to also tell them that the the lights on that one they oh, had yeah. like a okay. power outage courtney yeah was telling me yeah. this it's like courtney got to run in the lights though yes, she didn't have the true. lights like out she, yeah she didn't yeah, have she the lights out late. but Past our race bedtime, we know that but, yeah. <laughs> it was it was i was true. i was feeling it like, you could have seen my bags under my eyes <laughs> <laughs> i was so tired yeah, yeah crazy. Th- thankfully the lights were out so we didn't see the bags <laughs> <laughs> yeah they power like goes out cell phones and car headlights and then for, amazingly, yeah. at least for Courtney, the lights went on right mm-hmm. before, right? Yeah. Were they on for you guys? No. Mm-mm. Our race was one of the few that was wow. in the dark. Mm-hmm. And I kind of liked it. I thought it was kind of fun. I kind of like running in the dark because I feel like extra fast. I don't know if you've ever gone on a run at night and you just feel so no. fast. No. Okay. <laughs> Again, basketball or nothing. <laughs> I'm sorry. But then you look at your watch, you're going like not fast at all. <laughs> but you feel so much faster. So I don't know. I felt like I was like running the speed of light in that race, but I obviously wasn't. That's awesome. Um. Can I bring up another race with you? Sure. December 7th, 2019 at uh, BU, Boston, home oh, of the Terriers. Mm-hmm. Uh, 152298 in the 5,000. Broke the school record at the time by 29 seconds. Yeah. How does that happen, by the way? 29 seconds? Uh-huh. Do you ever feel bad for the previous people? You're like, 29 <laughs> seconds? I just crushed this thing. Okay, I think the reason is because not a lot of people do the track 5K. In indoor, especially. Like, I'm like, I, a lot of people don't do it, so. Way to lowball it, but yes. Okay, yeah, <laughs> whatever. I had a chance to do one, and 
Yeah. 2.9 seconds would have been good. <laughs> 29. That's amazing. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, That's that amazing. was definitely one of them as well, where I definitely overcame a lot in that race. And it was a that was a big um, flip for me, that race was, because mm. um, it gave me a lot of momentum for all the other things that I did. That yeah. was a race I will always go back to and be like, like there was a little change, you know? There's that little change like a confidence in certain boost? in certain races where you're like, oh, I'm actually good. Like I I did that. I did that. You know, it wasn't just me. I, I am very. I know what you mean. Yeah, I do. Like I can do that. I pray. did that, and I can do. I yeah. can keep doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. Yeah. So that was definitely. You're afraid to be boasting. I can tell. No. <laughs> I, I'll boast for you. I feel that though. I I'm not. I don't think that I am. That I mean, like I do think a lot of people could do that. If they had the opportunity, you know. So. I do really feel that, but that was a good race for me, confidence-wise. Yeah, mm-hmm. I yeah, that I you did were that happy, one. like you said. Mm-hmm. I was very happy. Yeah. Yeah. Any other races stick out from your career that you like? Um, and remind you, remind me if I'm forgetting a DMR or a yeah championship or anything. This last cross-country race, uh, nationals, yeah, was great in a different way. I feel like I was um, for me individually. It wasn't as big of a, like, I didn't feel as good individually. I still felt, I felt good. I felt very happy with what I overcame. I, but it was more team. I got to see my team do things and. Win the national championship. Yes. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And amazing. like, normally you'd be mad, you know, like, dang it. Like they beat me, you know? And. They being your teammates? My teammates. Like you don't because want anyone you to competitive. beat you. Yeah. Like. Yeah. You shouldn't compete with your teammates. Like, that shouldn't be your direct focus, but you should want to win everyone, right? I feel like if as a competitor, as a competitor, you should want team. to win everybody. You yeah. know, you should want to win. Who's your but, rival, by the way, in cross country? Men's is Northern Arizona. Who is it in women's? I mean, there's North quite Carolina, a few teams, but North Carolina, Stanford. Stanford's good. Like, there's... where you're eyeing them up at the line a little bit? Like, they're <laughs> the teams? I mean, <laughs> you want it to be like super, like. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I think the men have a little bit more the of like, have, a, they talk. It's like they got, a real thing. Yeah, right? they like they, they like talk. talk a little bit we more. Don't talk. I think <laughs> I love it. I yeah. Love yeah. It. I thought that Which was hilarious fine, when I heard that too. I'm like, I So you guys don't have that equivalent in women's. You don't have like a real like we're talking. Honestly, we've like No. Every every person from another team that I've talked to is just so nice. And so that is one cool <laughs> thing. I will say that that is one cool thing about running is like I know there were soccer games and basketball games. I was not a nice person. Like I was not my best nice person because <laughs> you, you had you got to get in the moment uh-huh. and you know like ah. be aggressive. And- but in running, you can finish a race and turn to your person and be like, "Oh my gosh, that was such a good race. Like I'm so proud of you. That was awesome." And it doesn't matter like obviously your teammates you're going to go to first and you care way more you want them to beat everybody. Yes. But um but you can still be happy for other people. So I would say, at least right now, I mean, maybe if somebody was talking smack, I would feel different. But mm-hmm. right now, everybody's been nice. There's no reason to be. No one talks a lot of smack. Yeah, everyone's just like. <laughs> we also might all just be so happy to be able to compete. We're like, we're not going to cause a fuss about anything. We just are happy to be out there and competing. Especially after and able. the pandemic. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. and after a race like that, you don't have energy to be like me. That's true. <laughs> you don't have energy. You You're like, I'm just happy <laughs> yeah. I'm alive. And I'm I'm glad that I made it through this race. And, yes. The you know? sport where you would talk the least after. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Cross said, country I don't, specifically. And if you're saying anything, it's probably nonsense because your brain is not working properly. So yes. anything that I have said after a race, I would like everyone to just not pay any attention to. Okay? Yeah, they should have like a rule where there's no cameras or any no interviews questions. until after like a good 25 minutes. Because <laughs> just yeah. trying to recover. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Remind me in the women's cross country national championships again. 
Anna, you finished first for BYU in that, right? Mm-hmm. What's mm-hmm. it like for you? And was it 11th overall or something yeah. like that? Yeah. At what point are you looking back to be like, come on, let's win this thing? Because it's a team thing. You're trying mm-hmm. to score points by place. What's that like for you as you're like, okay, I just finished. Now I'm turning around. Whitney, where are you at? Where is everybody? Let's go. So, because you don't find out right yeah, away. It's not yeah, an you immediate have no idea. thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that's a that is a good question. I think this year, I ran. So I watched Whitney for the majority of the race because she was leading it, and then I ran next to Aubrey, um, Frenthwaite, I guess Frenthwaite Nelson. But mm-hmm. um, and so I knew that they were close, right? And like, like, um, Aubrey had got like ahead of me for a while, and then I like slowly went and saw both of them like right before the line pretty much so I knew they were going to be right there but then the really really amazing thing was I turned around and saw um Sarah Musselman come in like so soon after I was like oh that was like I think we might have done really and then McKenna Lee came in like right after her too and so right after I saw those two come in I'm like oh like some something awesome probably just I don't know what it is like and maybe it's a podium maybe it's before, a yeah we had taken second barely second yeah so you knew it was possible yeah I knew it was possible and so it was it was a really cool moment of looking around and everybody that course was the hardest course I think that Remind I've ever ran on. Again. It was in Oklahoma. It was just hills the whole time like up down up down super the mm-hmm. last finish is like you go so up mean. like I don't even know how a big hill and then you get a downhill finish but so half of our team was like passing out at the line and stuff. <laughs> the and men, so the men had a, yeah. someone pass out. Yeah, think, even right? yeah, yeah before the line. Yeah. Um but so it was kind of funny for me because I'm over here trying to figure out like, okay, what's our, like, did how did we do? And I'm like looking at Coach Taylor like, did, did we do well? Like, I don't know. I'm trying to see the scoreboard and stuff. But then also on the other hand, I'm trying to pick up teammates and move them out of the way of people because <laughs> everyone's falling down. And so I was like, I would grab one person and I'd go put them like on somebody else who was standing for, like McKenna was standing. So I'd like lift up Aubrey and put her over there for McKenna. And then I'd like go grab Lexi. And when I came back, they're both on the ground and I'm like <laughs> picking like, people Medic! up. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, so it was pretty funny. So in that moment, trying to figure for a second, I'm like, okay, we need to make sure everyone's alive. <laughs> and then... And then, um, yeah, I had like a moment where Coach Taylor and I, we like locked eyes and I said, did, like, did we win? Because I didn't want to say it too loud if anybody, if we didn't, you know, and right. somebody heard You're that. Like, and she's like, track's going to grab it. <laughs> yeah. And I, she's like, I think, <laughs> I think so. And then when we actually figured out, it was, it was super cool. But I thought it. we had, I thought we got third. <laughs> and I was like, why are you we? You thought I, we got third. I did. And I was like, or fourth, maybe even. I was like, I know we like podiumed. I'm like. <laughs> but we're acting way excited, like way, way, way excited but you were like, about Whoa, like a third. Simmer down. I was just like, this doesn't seem to like be connected because we got second the year before. So yes. there's no, it wouldn't make sense for us to be more excited about a third. But I'm saying like mentally not good, you know? <laughs> yeah. To be to be so, fair to Whitney, she did only like she was injured and only trained for four weeks, yes. which what she did was absolutely incredible. Yes, and so her I mind remember. was definitely not all there. Not good. For okay. sure. <laughs> not good at all. For sure. She was one of the ones all. I was like, yes. I don't yeah. know if she's going to be okay for a second. Yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> wasn't. Also note to self, if you're feeling that way, do not grab the mic with the interviews. Okay. Just, <laughs> just let other people talk. Okay? What, you don't need to you, say anything. You said something that you guys joke about, right? Yeah. And then in the Y Awards, you yeah, brought it back. Did. I think. Yeah, what is it that. again that you said? 
Okay, so, so I found out that we won <laughs> literally right before they asked the question. Like, like they said, how does it feel to be national champions? And that's when she figured out that's that That's when we I won. found out we you won. You found out that moment? Yeah, and then I looked at Anna. And, and I was laughing so hard because she just was like, we won? And so I'm laughing and I can't I can't even <laughs> pretend to try to answer this question. And, yeah. then, and then I look at Anna and she, I was like, I was thinking she should talk because she came in first. You know, I'm like, that's the responsibility of taking first on the team. You got to talk. <laughs> And, and I could not. She, she, couldn't, she looked at me like, uh-uh, I'm like, not talking. Help, help. <laughs> so and I you grabbed guys, the mic. No eye contact. Uh-huh. Yeah, just eye contact. Like, like, she's not, yeah, yeah. like, not going to say anything. I'm like, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> feels good. feels <laughs> real, real good. I didn't even know. I didn't know how it felt. I didn't even process it. I just made something up, you know, and just said it. <laughs> I'm just going to say, I think that's a bad question because, you know, how else does it feel to win besides good? Like, yes. what else are we supposed to say there? Like, I don't know. It feels know. terrible. I like, <laughs> yeah, ah, we, yeah. we, we could have had a better date. Like, no, you're not going to say that. I did go a little overboard because that wasn't the <laughs> best good. question. You know, I'm <laughs> yeah, like, really I'm going to give you just a good <laughs> Oh, it was, so, it was amazing. So why awards? Uh, you do this, you know, winning speech for, I think, team of the year, right? Mm-hmm. Women's cross country mm-hmm. specifically. <laughs> so then you brought it back. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. And so after the show... I, I, I think I said on the show, I feel like that's an inside joke and I don't know what it is. <laughs> so then I texted Dilji later. What's the story there? And uh-huh. then, yeah. So that's awesome. Okay. Uh, Anna, let's talk about, so the, the shared experience of wins <laughs> cross country national championships. Incredible. So uh, obviously the 1500 outdoor in 2021, just a special individual mm-hmm. moment for you. Hayward field, being able to break the school record multiple times in multiple <laughs> races. What was that race like? Um, and what will you always kind of cherish from that that moment for you? Um, I think something that was that was cool to me was like kind of like Whitney was saying, cross country. Like I'm incredibly proud of my cross country race because that was hard for a very long time, and I had to rely on on teammates and just rely on trusting that the coaches prepared us more than anything. But the 1500 in track was like it was fun. I felt like I kind of because I really like flew under the radar for. Like most of the time that I've been a college athlete, I've really flown under the radar. And so I feel like I was going into the race with like my a secret. Like I knew that I could win, but I don't think that anybody else out there thought that I could win besides, you know, close teammates and friends. And wasn't there a list put out of like the most likely to win and you weren't on it? Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't. I don't think that's close. (laughs) I think somebody, I think the highest place is somebody had me at like 10th or 8th or something like that. Did you use that as motivation? um, I didn't actually look at any of that beforehand. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, I, I knew what I was doing, so whatever anyone else said didn't matter. So I mm. made I wanted to make sure to kind of keep that wall up gotcha. until after I was done. Then I went through all of it and was like, oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> then you celebrate. Mm-hmm. I but feel yeah. like this is almost the, whether you thought of this way or not, the, hey, this girl from Fillmore is going to mm-hmm. show everybody else. Yeah, I think, I don't know. I, yeah, that was cool. Something I thought of, like, after the first day that I broke the record, I was thinking about Whitney and because she was holding, like, she had held it. And I was like, how cool is that, that it's, it's two kids from little, like, southern, central Utah, these tiny towns that, like, our best friends both get, like, have the opportunity and get to be the two top 1,500 runners at BYU ever. And that was, like... That's awesome. It was just a really cool... I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, I'm just going to take a moment to appreciate that. That's why we that's have cool. this show, because you yeah. two are amazing and connected. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's it's fun. But, yeah, I think... I mean, I definitely was, like, super nervous leading up to the race and stuff, but... It's hard to put it into words just because it was it was so special because it was so many things built on each other, right? Like going off the momentum of teammates that are just incredible and getting to work out with them and practice every day. Coach Taylor 
like and Coach Taylor, like what Whitney said, Coach Taylor has these super high goals that sometimes you're like, whoa, like you really think I can do that? And she never lies to you. Like she's mm-hmm. not gonna, mm. like she's not she gonna tell you lie. you can do something that you can't. She will mm-hmm. be super honest. Interesting. Which can hurt sometimes. Most of the time it's great. <laughs> Most of the time it's great because you know you can trust yeah. her. And so when she says like, I think you can win the fifteen hundred this year, I say okay, like let's do it. I I believe you. And so, and of course it's. Like I've said, half of sports is like luck and being in the right moment at the right time and being just like one second off of being in the middle of a trip or there's so many crazy things that could happen. And so half of it is just luck. But um, but yeah, having it was cool to like, I don't know, have that connection with Coach Taylor that I knew that she knew that I could do it, too. So I feel like. Like I said, like we had this secret, like, oh, nobody really knows what's going to happen. But I kind of I think I might know like this could happen. And the race played out really nicely for the way that I like to run. Like, had it been a different style? I don't know if I had if I would have won. Like, I like to think that I would have, but I don't know. And so it was it was a it was a super fun tactical race to be in. And yeah, super special. I yeah, I don't have any more words that can really describe it. It was cool to watch because I was watching and. There was a point in the race where I was like, she is going to win. Because I know her as a runner and a, and a person <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I really know her. And I was like, she's going to win this whole thing. And I got to watch and it was it was incredible to watch her do that. Just because I know everything, you know, like I know her whole experience. Mm-hmm. I know everything that was like coming into it and everything. And I wanted it for her too. And I don't know. I don't know. I, it was just really, really cool to watch too. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So what eligibility do you have left in what sport? Because track and cross country can be fun, <laughs> if any. We have one more. Both of us have one more cross country season. So Just this season and mm-hmm. then we're done. So, yeah, mm-hmm. at, when November comes and we finish that race, that'll be it. There's no chance of ever coming back. Yeah. I feel like they keep giving you seasons. You know? yeah. so they're like, oh, so you actually can come back. You, you know? have but a like... red shirt medical COVID year. You're <laughs> yeah. like, wait, what? Like, cool, purple I'll shirt. do it again. I'll yeah. stay on this team. Purple this shirt, is great. Gray shirt, all yeah. these different yeah. Yeah. shirts. Yeah, gray I'm shirt, like... red shirt, blue shirt, all of yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, with that in mind, we'll be watching the uh, the fall season with great anticipation, which will be <laughs> exciting. Um, after a COVID year and being so successful in mile record and national champ, like this is school records of plenty, state championships. Uh, I'm not sure you need to add anything else to the resume, but <laughs> there's another cross country season. So tell me about this team this year. Why should people be excited about defending your your title? I mean, I think one of the cool things is we have everyone back. Everyone that did it last year is back, and that's really cool. We have some really awesome freshmen that are super excited and ready to go, and I think. And something cool is that we've like we've been we've been in it together. And so no matter what happens in the season, it's going to be I mean, because in the end, right, it's not actually about the accolades and the like those are cool. Those are little cherries on top. But the real the real uh, substance is is the friendships that you make, like like Whitney and I will be friends forever because of this thing that we've done together. And that's in and of itself amazing. Like there's not a girl on the team that I wouldn't say call one of my very closest and best friends the the growth that we've had as people and stuff. So I think just each of these girls, I just, I love them each so much. And so each one of them is so worth watching and listening to their story and getting to know them because they all have amazing, incredible things coming, whether that's, you know, all Americans, national champions, or getting an awesome degree in 
and getting an awesome job and just all those cool things. So I don't know. I really went off on a tangent there, but it's just, <laughs> it's just got cool. lots of love. I just have lots of love and I'm just, I'm really sentimental with this being my last season. She yeah. already knows no. I've like lost it so many times. It's just, it's a great place to be. It really is. Mm-hmm. And Whitney's got a shirt that says good vibes on. Yeah. So. We're just having good vibes. Just yeah. Good vibes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you should watch. Good vibes. Or good the vibes shirt from if the you team. want. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Well, congratulations on all the success, and uh, like you said, it's cherry on top. But it's been mm-hmm. fun to get to know you uh, in a deeper way and kind of see your friendship and what's led out to everything. And thanks for joining me on Deep Blue. Thank you. Thank thanks you. Thanks for having thanks us. Okay, that'll do it for us. Listen to previous episodes on the BYU Radio app, where podcasts are found for Anna Camp Bennett, Whitney Orton Morgan, and producer Trent Reimschusel. I'm Jerem Jordan. You've just listened to Deep Blue on BYU Radio.